Hi, I'm Max, and this is the Power Stories Podcast, a place where I talk about old school games from a new school perspective. And uh, similar to last episode, I'm talking about a game from 2003. I'm talking about uh, a game that has to do with fighting with lightsabers. It has a 3D engine and uh, allows you to fight with other people. This is uh, Star Wars, Jedi Knight, Jedi Academy. So uh, this game is actually part of a series, of the Jedi Knight series, which I believe stars Kyle Katarn, but in this one it stars the player character of Jaden Kaur, which can be any species any and any sex, and you can con- customize your character pretty well with the two voices switching depending on, on the gender. And uh, that was pretty interesting. And I, I thought that was really interesting. I thought it was just going to be another character. Uh, but it is part of a series. And um, Kyle Katarn, as I mentioned, it was the main character in another Jedi Knight series. But uh, there are some other games in the series that do let you... From what I understand, they, they do let you kind of play your own character, supposedly. But this game starts... Um, so with your character, Jaden Core, regardless of sex, uh, is on a ship landing on Yavin 4, which is one of the moons of Yavin, where Luke Skywalker, now having defeated Darth Vader, is trying to bring back the Jedi Order. So he has found an old Jedi temple on Yavin 4 and is currently calling and recruiting many young and adult people to help train and be trained to be the next generation of Jedi Knights. But on your flight there, you were attacked and your, your ship went down. Uh, luckily, you got a transmission that told you, hey, you know, head to the temple, we'll sort everything out. But there are enemies, which is, you know, surprising because it was supposed to be safe. And, uh, you know, you, you beat them with your lightsaber that you already have, which is weird, but they very specifically make sure to, to let you know that this isn't just like, you have it already, but for reasons unspecified. You know, just kind of let you fill in your own blanks. But you arrive at the temple, and it turns out that there is this secret Sith like sect, like a cult that is trying to, you know, keep the, you know, basically the dark side that's trying to take over the galaxy again, even though Darth Vader fell. And, uh, you know, they were the ones who attacked you on Yavin 4 because they're looking, they're, you know, there's some sort of secret plot there. And so Luke finds out that they, they sliced, which is a word for hack in the Star Wars universe, into his personal files and stole some information. And he's like, we, we got to go get them back. We're going to go beat these guys so that they don't cause, um, you know, more harm to the galaxy. Uh, so you do your Jedi training and then you're sent off with your first, on your first mission with Kyle Katarn, who is a fairly important character in the other games. And he goes through a whole character arc. And I would love to play the other Jedi Knight games uh, soon, and I am planning to. But this one calls more to my attention. So you go on missions, and the way that the mission system works is you show up, you go, you click on the mission, and it gives you a little description. You read the description, you it tells you a little bit about the mission, you select it, you choose a couple weapons other than your lightsaber. You choose like two guns and then two like one or three guns and like one explosive. And then you know, you go on your on your mission. And then it's it's pretty simple. I barely use the blasters. I actually only use them for like one level so far. But you get your lightsaber, you cut people up, and you keep going and you complete the objectives. Um, so that's pretty much the whole game so far. And I'm like 90% sure that's the rest of the game. It's not a super long game because once you beat it, you kind of are able to do whatever you want. So how do I feel about this game? So, 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 let me tell you. 
I think, like I said, the blasters are kind of useless. I thought that, well, they, at the time that this was made, um, you know, the Star Wars universe was being really elaborated on. Revenge of the Sith had just come out, I believe, or it was, or it was Attack of the Clones that just came out. So it was kind of a, one of the peaks of Star Wars. So, you know, a lot of people wanted to kind of either play a Jedi or play just with the blasters, and it gave people a lot of options, but for a lot of levels, they felt really useless and really hard to use. The only one I found myself using frequently was the sniper, because I could get people from far away in levels like Coruscant, where they were frequently far away from me, and I had to cross buildings, but it was just easier to snipe them from far away and be able to cross the building peacefully. Jumping is also weird. It It's very slippery and also sometimes just doesn't work. So, you know, I, I try to jump somewhere and then it's just not far enough. There was a whole, like, many moments when I was trying to get up somewhere, but I couldn't jump far enough. I had to go Google a walkthrough and they, they, could, they were doing the same jump as I was, but they could make it. And it's like, it, it kind of has like a momentum system, but I'm like, this is... This is not good, because I don't always have room to make the momentum. Uh, let's see. I'm reading off my notes here. Uh, sometimes enemies don't die when I chop them with the lightsaber. That was one thing that really annoyed me. So, I'm playing the levels. I'm like, you know, having a, a time, because it kind of auto-blocks, and the lightsaber is really good. It's my favorite weapon. It's the best one. But sometimes I would slice through people, and it wouldn't kill them. And here's the thing, okay. So, because I'm a Star Wars nerd... You know, I like to think about things in Star Wars realistically. So, you know, think about what a lightsaber is. Even like, if you know and barely anything about Star Wars, think about what it is. It's a big giant laser sword. It's made of plasma. It's on, like, just burning all the time. Qui-Gon Jinn used it to cut through, like, steel doors. And I slash these people and they don't fall to bits? I thought it was, like, annoying when I got people with the lightsaber and they didn't die. But there are mods to make it more gory. I do not have them. I did consider them, but I was like, no, not today. I wanted just the base the base uh, experience. But uh, that was really annoying. Sometimes the level design... I'm going through all of my uh, my grievances right now. But sometimes the level design was really confusing and unclear. And... There was a level, I don't remember what planet it was, but it was just like a mining planet, essentially. So imagine a lot of chasms and things built into uh, ravines, like into the stone. But like that level was so hard to navigate that I'm like almost 80%, like 80, 90% sure that I completed it incorrectly. <laughs> like I think there was a puzzle that I just could not get and I brute forced it. So essentially, there was these uh, laser um, walls that would prevent you from going places. And the places you need to go had, like, these bombs you had to deactivate. And I was like, okay, I have to, you know, turn off these lasers to go to the place to, on, to, uh, to disarm the bomb. But I couldn't do it. There was no switch. I had been through the whole facility. I had opened every door. I had killed every enemy. And I could not find a switch. So I said, what can I do? So I found a way to jump a chasm, climb my way up, and go around it. And then use a bomb to set off the, the laser without 
dying and then go around it. But that doesn't matter because I didn't complete it correctly. I think, I'm not sure, I have not Googled how that one worked. But it felt like this is not the way this is supposed to be done. And yet, here I am doing it. So, you know, that wasn't the only time. There were times that I got very turned around in levels where, like, I feel like there there has to be some sort of philosophy when you design a level in a game. And that philosophy changes depending on the game. I think, for example, uh, take an open world game like Breath of the Wild, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. I've played very little of it, but regardless... That one doesn't have, well, it has levels, which are essentially like the the temples, but it also has like areas and it's open, right? So you can walk from one place to another and each area is kind of designed in a way that you can find your way around it. You know, you can find your way through it and they have even like sometimes paths or things placed strategically to lead you to an area. And uh, let's see, what other games? Stuff like, stuff like Doom... Uh, other first-person shooters are often so like Half-Life. Ha- this very important, you know, example. Half-Life are very like one direction, you know, haha, one direction, but one directional movement, you know, with sometimes open areas. But you always know you're supposed to keep going forward and forward and forward. You cannot. There's no turning back. There's no going around. Like there's no you know, getting it going a different way. You know the direction you're supposed to go. It feels almost like an instinct. But in this one, it felt so weird that sometimes I did not know where I was supposed to be. I felt like, you know, people want, they wanted to create something more ambitious or more complex than what they were trying to do or like what the thing was and like what the game was and all it did was just make it confusing. I think uh, Coruscant was a good example of this. I did not know where to go the first... Like, you arrive, and then a bridge gets blown up, and then it's like, well, what are you supposed to do? And it took me a while to realize you're supposed to go around the ship and then make this what seemingly impossible jump. Like I said, I couldn't make this, and I jumped, and I made it anyways. And there's just so many, like, you know, things where it's like, I don't... I This doesn't seem logical for me to have to go there, and then you do. And that was really frustrating for me. Falling takes way too much damage. I didn't mention this in the last episode of 13, but it literally... Why do so many games from 2003 and like from that early era of early 2000s make you take a ridiculous amount of fall damage? Games nowadays don't make you take more fall damage. Sometimes if it's like if you are above a certain height, it makes you take more fall damage just because it's ridiculous. But this was like insane. I would be at 100 health. I would fall from not even that high up and I would be down to 40. And it's like, what on earth are you talking about? Now I don't, now one guy shoots me and I'm done. So it was really, really frustrating. And elevators are so jank. A lot of this game is really jank. If you get stuck between automatic doors, if you accidentally touch a laser, laser like you get too close to a laser, if you trip on something like like if you get any too close to things to anything that moves you can just like like burst to bits and just get killed instantly and that happens a lot in this game and that happened to me so many times and it was so frustrating also um with the blasters i should have mentioned this a little earlier with the blasters only 
the lightsaber is in third person and the way it works is like it has a crosshair that you move around with your mouse and that uh, crosshair is you know where you're attacking i tend to just swing wildly because i'm not good at games but with the blasters you go into first person like so it's a first person shooter but then you use the, the lightsaber and suddenly you're a third person you see, you see from behind your character and it's really jarring when you're trying to scroll through scroll through your weapons such to pick one it scrolls through them backwards and also makes you select and, and load each one before you get to one you want so it takes really really long to switch between them and it was ooh, very annoying it was not fun but i tried not tried to not to switch between them too often anyways just using the lightsaber or the blaster on occasion i got more used to it as time went on so, okay, I've talked a lot of negativity about Jedi Academy, but let me give you some good things, some things that I really like. That the lightsaber feels really great when you do use it. Not when you do use it. When you use it, it feels awesome. The sniper, I will say, feels pretty good too, but the lightsaber combat feels really good. The lightsaber has an effect on the environment. It's not just some sort of static particle. If you have your lightsaber out and you touch a wall, it will burn the wall and you can leave a trail. And I thought that was awesome and good, like great attention to detail. Um, the, the, the UI and the HUD are classic right now. Like if nowadays it would be considered clunky and overbearing and annoying. And honestly, it might be just my non-existent nostalgia talking, but I really liked it. It's kind of have that. It kind of has that metallic, pre-rendered, uh, like you know, feel to it, where it looks like a three D object rather than what we're used to nowadays, which is kind of a very simple sort of one color overlay on top of your screen. It looked. It's very chunky and very Star Wars. I think. I think it. It's. It, I thought it was nice. It has a very cool use of slow motion replay. And now that I'm thinking about it, it shares a lot of similarities with 13. Like a lot of the things, I'm like, hey, this happened in that game. But anyways, it had a cool use of slow motion replay. If you killed someone, only sometimes, but if you killed somebody in a, like a cool way or got a cool, like managed to do a cool move, which sometimes it would do, uh, it would play it back again in slow motion. Or, uh, you know, play explosions in slow motion. Which kind of, it gave it a very, like, yeah, you know, I, I did it, I beat it. Which was, it was fairly satisfying. Um, and I really liked that the missions were really varied. Um, sometimes they were just very simple. Go this place, kill this guy, or go this place, save this person. But, you know, sometimes they were disarming bombs. Or sometimes they were, you crash landed and you need to fix your ship. Or... You know, and sometimes even the mission description wouldn't tell you exactly what you were getting into because things change when you get there. And, uh, you know, I like that. I like that it wasn't, you know, sometimes with, with games like this where it gives you missions, it feels like you're doing the same thing over and over and over again for like 30 hours and it gets so exhausting. But I really didn't think that with this one. Everything was fresh and, and inviting and exciting. And I'm really glad I didn't get bored of it as soon as I thought I was going to. I thought I was going to be done with it within the first 30 minutes. But no, I I, I would pick it up. I would get it loaded up on my computer and I would play for like three hours because the, the missions were... um made Within the missions themselves, I would get frustrated. But between the different missions, it was 
they were all surprisingly very distinct and very fun. I almost finished recording this without talking about something really important. So this game has another thing that I think right before you start any mission, it gives you like every time you finish a mission, you get a point. And then every time you start another mission, you get to put that point into different force powers. So um, in order to solve puzzles, you use your force powers, which are like push, pull, heal for yourself and like force vision, which kind of lets you locate stuff like enemies and your goals. Like if you have to go, for example, turn off a bomb, it'll show you a little outline of it in the distance where you're supposed to be or maybe to kind of give you hints. Um, But then there are also um, on each side, light side and dark side, force powers, extra force powers. So on the light side, it's stuff like manipulation, like Jedi mind trick and self better self heal. And the kind of that, that actually I don't think healing is one of the base powers. I think that might be just an additional one, but there's a lot of, excuse me. There's a lot of, you know, light side Jedi powers. And there's the dark side Jedi powers, which are very like traditional, which is this like stuff like, you know, the Palpatine's like Sith electricity, and, um, you know, the, the force choke, and there's a couple different ones, like more ones like brutality, like more brutal with the lightsaber. And um, I thought that it was an interesting way of thinking about the force, because the way that I knew the Jedi, because like many things, I've gotten into them like Star Wars a little later in my life, rather than like many people getting into it when I was younger. But, you know, the way I understood the Jedi is that you know, is if you use the dark side of the force, you're not a Jedi anymore. But this, like, you know, th- this game, like, lets you. <laughs> it lets you just, like, be evil. And you can choose, you can put all of your points into the evil side if you wanted to. But, like, your master, you know, Matt Kyle Katarn or Luke will just, like, they will get upset with you. They'll, they'll you know, reprimand you for it. They'll be like, don't go to the dark side. Don't be mean. And then you'll be like, okay. And then keep making whatever choices you want to. Um, they're a little bit hard to get used to. When I started playing again, after a while, I had to, you know, remember to use the hotkeys for them, which is are the number keys. Um, and I could never use them consistently. Like I had, uh, I think, I think I had like two points in heal, and then like one point in force choke. And then in force choke, I kept trying to use it on people, but it would never like consistently work. And it was really annoying because I was like, I want to just get these people with this force choke because it's really overpowered. But I wouldn't be able to. And I'm like, oh, this is annoying. So that was uh, kind of something I had an issue with. But overall, I liked the game. So let me give a, a brief summary of, you know, a review. My my final grade. Uh, final grade, final grade. Mm, 8 out of 10. Mm, 7.5 out of 10. 7.5 or 8 out of 10, depending on what level and what, how I'm feeling that day. It's got a good feel to it. Very classic Star Wars. Well, what we should have gotten out of the sequels um, would not have been upset if Jaden Kaur was in the sequels. Sorry, Ray Star Wars. Sorry, you know, Kylo Ren. But uh, Jaden Kaur is a better character and, you know, they have no character. <laughs> okay, that's a criticism of the Star Wars franchise, not the game. The game was fun. It's fun. It's a little bit convoluted you know at the start and but you know once you you get a hang of it it you know it, it really lets you you know kind of explore and be creative with the combat and I think that's something really important in games is to be able to be creative with the combat 
Um, sometimes I feel like a lot of games, you know, a lot of older games, I think it's changing now, want you to do one thing and one thing only. And that is exhausting. It is. It is exhausting to, to be like, just shoot this guy with this gun or just shoot them all in the same way. And it's just like, these are just different guns that have different, you know, styles of bullet. But at the end of the day, I'm just shooting. But when a game gives you a lot of different things to play with, like, you know, slow motion or grenades or, you know, different powers, it it really allows a player to feel in control of their game. Like, they're not just pushing buttons for two hours. Like, they're actually making significant choices that matter to their success. So, yeah. Uh, 7.5. 7.7 out of 10. That final grade. Play this game if you're into chunky graphics. But also, I think some people are remastering it. It's like a sort of uh, independent project. I'm not sure, though. Don't fact check me on that one. Um... Play this game if you like clunky graphics, good uh, lightsabers, interesting but weird guns, force powers, Kyle Katarn, classic Luke Skywalker. Spoilers, Chewbacca is there for one mission, and I'm like 90% sure that Han and Leia are like having kids at this point, but I couldn't prove that. Anyways, this was Star Wars, Jedi Knight. Star Wars, semicolon, Jedi Knight, semicolon, Jedi Academy. A lot of semicolons in this one. Anyways, thank you and goodbye.